and welcome to the Kids Planet Podcast. An opportunity to explore the highs and lows of raising under fives. Here are your hosts from the Kids Planet marketing team, Sarah Murphy and Emma Pulowski. So this month's podcast is all about speech and language development, and we're thrilled to be joined by Jen Ellison, a Makaton tutor and founder of Little Talkers. Hi, Jen. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. Would you like to start by telling us a little bit more about yourself and your role? Yes, uh, I'm Jen. I'm a specialist early years speech and language therapist. Uh, I'm also a training manager um, and a regional Makaton tutor, uh, which means I hold a license to teach the Makaton language programme and I can grant settings with Makaton friendly status. Fabulous, thank you. Um, so, Makaton is a form of sign language which uses gestures and symbols alongside vocabulary, right? Um, so, what are the aims of using this? Yeah, that's right. Makaton uh, is a, it's a language programme. Um, it uses symbols, signs and speech to enable people to communicate. Um, and it's designed to support spoken language. Um, the signs that are used with speech are used in spoken word order and they help children and adults to communicate. So it's a great visual way to develop communication skills, which then helps to stimulate sounds and words. Um, really important because being able to communicate is one of the most important skills that we need in life. So if we think yeah. almost everything we do involves communication if we think about mm. everyday tasks like learning at school um asking for food and drink uh, sorting out problems making friends all of these things uh, rely on an ability to communicate with each other um, and Makaton really helps bridge that gap so the aim is to support communication that's the biggest aim uh, even if you only know a few signs and symbols, they can be used in a useful and meaningful way. Um, but they all, also, the signs and symbols help with understanding because they're pictographic and very visual. Um, and when, when we say pictographic, it means that they look like the thing that they represent. Um, yeah. Whereas words on their own, you know, just the word you, car, book, um, they can be quite empty to somebody with uh, limited speech and language um, skills. If you add that extra visual by adding a sign or a symbol, um, that really helps with understanding. Um, it helps develop spoken language skills too because of the design of the Makaton core vocabulary, it's comparable with typical language development. So you start with single words and then you can soon start to combine them those single words into two words two signs two symbols and then that lovely language structure begins to develop and progress um it also helps facilitate social interaction and build relationships and create those equal opportunities which means that everybody more widely in educational settings hospitals community spaces on tv can participate equally brilliant yeah and what are kind of the main communication and um learning difficulties that are helped by using Makaton? So uh, it was originally um, devised for adults with learning difficulties, um, but then as the research progressed, um, it was then designed uh, to help more and more with um, children as well. So children with profound, severe, moderate or uh, mild learning difficulties, um, Mm. autism, Uh, physical impairment, sensory impairment, uh, specific language disorder. Uh, The more and more it's being used, um, it's more widely used now in mainstream schools um, because what we've found is that if you provide a visual alongside language, then that um, enables language to develop brilliantly for all children, not just children and adults who've got um, a diagnosed special educational need. 
Oh, that's interesting. Um, so where do the signs used in Makaton come from? Is it the same as British Sign Language or is it different? Or how is it different? Uh, uh, the Makaton signs are taken from British Sign Language. Um, okay. So they're not new. Um, they're based on signs already used in British Sign Language. Um, the Makaton signs that are chosen from British Sign Language are the ones that look the most like the concept that we're talking about. Yeah. And, and they're the easiest to sign. So um, in British Sign Language... Um, British Sign Language is a language in its own right, uh, often used by children and adults who are deaf or have a hearing impairment. Um, British Sign Language has got its own grammar, its own syntax. Um, and when you use British Sign Language, you don't always have to speak as you sign. And sometimes the words within a sentence in British Sign Language are signed in a different order to spoken ah. English. Makaton um, is keyword signed. So when you're signing a sentence, um, it's signed in the order that you speak um also british sign language has got regional variations a bit like an accent within its signs um so they vary depending on where you are in the uk um you know like we all say chip balm chip butter chip balm. yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's a naturally evolving language in british sign language um so those regional variations just naturally occur um with makaton um it's the same sign that's used across the whole of the uk if they're standardized and they stay the same brilliant okay and what um age do people usually start signing or should people start signing you can start signing from any age. Um, there are huge benefits of using signing alongside your language from a, a really young age. So uh, the the uptake on baby signing um, has improved massively um, because signing builds on that natural ability to gesture and copy. So thinking about how exciting it is uh, when a baby first starts to point or clap their hands, um, signing is very similar to these milestones. Um, and often before their first words, you'll notice babies using gesture. Um, so babies learn how to do these early gestures by watching the people around them and they learn can learn the signs in the same way. So if they're used regularly at home, um, as you're talking in your relevant context, then these can be copied as early as eight to nine months. Um, wow. And even more exciting, you can um, babies could understand the signs from as early as six months if they're used regularly um, from an early age. However, you can learn any age. Uh, you can learn... Um, when you're in reception, you can learn when you're at high school, you can learn as an adult. Um, so there's no there's no ideal age, I'd say. Oh, that's interesting. I um I had a baby last year actually, and we did loads of baby clubs, um, you know, baby sensory and stuff, and they did teach us bits and bob of it, bobs of it. And my son Caleb, he does respond to he's only still young, he's only fifteen months. He's quite good at, you know, gesturing what he wants physically now. Yeah. Um, so it does work. <laughs> yeah, and you'll notice as well when you uh, are singing nursery rhymes, um, you might just provide a bit of natural gesture um, as, you, as you're singing. It doesn't have to be specific, uh, precise signs. Um, mm. You'll notice when you're using that natural gesture as you're singing to your nursery rhymes at home that it really grabs their attention a lot more than if you weren't using your hands too. That is interesting, yeah. Yeah, it is. We... Um, We've got, um, he loves playing, you know, hide and seek with a blanket. And even if he doesn't have the blanket, he'll make the gesture to go over his head as if oh. he's holding it to yeah. play. Like we can tell when he wants to play. So it is, it is good. It's a fabulous way to communicate. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice, isn't it? When they start like uh, um, 
interacting that way with you absolutely um, but anyway um lots of our kids planet nurseries um have already completed training or taster sessions with little talkers which is fantastic um for those who haven't trained yet but might be interested what does the training tend to involve so Makaton training has many different levels uh here at little talkers we've got a <clears throat> tutors that can deliver training to any specific needs. Um, a Makaton tutor can offer online courses or face-to-face courses now. Um, we can do taster sessions that are um, an hour and a half um, and they provide a very short um, kind of focused taster. You get a bit of a feel for what Makaton is. You learn 20 core concepts, signs and symbols, and then your tutor will choose a specific um, um, 10 additional symbols that are right for your setting so when we've done the training for um your nurseries um we've chosen 10 extra um, signs and symbols with an early years focus to them uh, however if we were to train um a restaurant or a cafe we would choose different those 10 additional concepts would be specifically around food and drink for that area. Mm-hmm. So that's how a taster works. Um, there's also the levels. So there's levels one all the way up to level four in Makaton. Um, level one is where you start um, and you learn loads more signs and symbols. You um, sit through quite in-depth um research talks about where it's come from where it's going uh, lots of practical um sessions in there as well and that kind of is replicated throughout stages two three and four as well um we run a short course uh, which is six sessions called makaton signing for babies and families um which parents can access which is a great place uh, to learn some of those early kind of baby and toddler signs um, and there's also a course that you can access called using makaton with singing where you'll learn um 10 nursery rhymes too Brilliant. And as you just mentioned, also, you run um, language development sessions for parents with little ones, don't you, to learn you know, how to sign along their speech. Yeah. Um, just to touch on that then, what are the sessions like for any parent who might be interested but doesn't know what to expect? Yeah, we have weekly um, face-to-face classes focusing on speech and language development, uh, and they're running in South Manchester at the moment, which is where we're based. Um, We focus on a specific topic each week, um, often depending on what's going on around us. So as uh, we go into December, we'll be having a Christmas focus, uh, summertime, often summer holidays, picnic kind of topics are going on there. Um, During the sessions, you learn how to sign the vocabulary that's chosen for that day and um, always with a topic-based song as well um, we show you how to play games that stimulate speech and language development um, and how to draw on those early cues from your little ones too um, and then if you come to our face-to-face classes we make everyone a cup of tea and we give everybody time to play and socialize and we always draw to a close with lots of signing requests from home um, to get those more functional signs in there things like more again milk uh, mommy daddy grandma granddad family names um any kind of any daily signs really we get all sorts of requests unicorn mermaid caravan <laughs> you name it we'll show you yeah um, and do parents generally take to macaton with ease or can it be tricky to grasp or is it okay 
Yeah, it's okay. Um, because we do uh, dip in um, with our weekly sessions, um, we're always there for advice as well. Uh, if you came on a one-off session, um, again, we're available to ask and seek support. I think the one thing um, we're always very wary of is that um, some people can feel quite bombarded, quite overloaded. You suddenly got all these signs yeah. and you can use them all in one go, but where do you even start? Um, and the advice that we always give is just to pick a couple of signs at a time you might mm -hmm. just choose um more and milk or uh yogurt and bye bye you know whatever's motivating whatever you're going to use regularly we might just say just choose two this week and focus on those two and then once you've got used to signing those two um pick a couple more to do the next week and build on it gradually rather than feel bombarded yeah yeah, brilliant. And when it comes to our nurseries then, how would you recommend getting started in the early year settings with Makaton? So during our sessions that we've done with your nurseries, um, we've always asked them to choose motivating signs and symbols so that, that you get a response from the little ones. Um, you can select signs and symbols to label your environment. Yeah. Um, so you might want uh, to put symbol pictures on your areas like the brick, or the sun tray um, or the book corner that's always quite nice um, you can use signs and symbols as part of your class routine so um, when you sit down in the morning who is here today what day is it what's the weather like today um, I know lots of your nurseries have a lovely hello song so you can learn how to sign hello and then the children's names that's always a great place to do um, and then there's things like visual timelines you can have in early year settings where you have your daily routine along um, the board and you've got your symbols there and then you can sign along to times of day. So uh, snack time, play time, sleep time, home time. They're really quite easy to, to pop in and feed into your everyday talking. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's more. I mean, like I say, you do start small, but once you decide where to start, then you can gradually build on it. So you can choose a sign of the week if you wanted to, um, that you can choose to focus on for that week. And that's quite a nice thing to share with your families too. Uh, you can have choice boards. Um, do you want to play um, outside? Do you want to play inside and have those symbols on there? Uh, nursery rhymes, sign stories, um, anything like that um, that you can implement easily into your settings um, is brilliant. Uh, I'm aware that I've just overloaded you. <laughs> with options. Like I've just said, you can feel a bit overwhelmed. I always provide all the options to our settings and then they pick the starting point that's right for them, which will be different in different areas. Okay. Um, and I know that this is probably more of a myth-busting question, really, um, given our conversation so far, but um, we've had it crop up a few times amongst parents. Um, does Macaton in any way prohibit talking and why is that something that people assume yes now that's one of our frequently asked questions yeah. too so the answer is no it won't <laughs> stop a child from talking so long as you always speak as you sign okay so providing mm -hmm. that speech is always used when signing the research has shown that Makaton supports and encourages spoken language so a bit like what we've talked about already you're talking mm -hmm. and then you're providing that extra visual to enhance that language that understanding that spoken word so it actually um, is a good thing to provide that extra visual and support spoken language however 
it's a great question because if you took that speech away, then you wouldn't be providing that model, would you, for language development? And, if, and, and yeah. with that in mind, then yes, language wouldn't develop. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, so what do you find are the overall benefits of more people using Makaton in your experience? So the reason um, I love spreading the joy of Makaton is because for many years uh, I've worked with children and families who have got special needs um, and as part of their language development programme we will support their spoken language with signs and symbols. So it's really important for me that I know that all that hard work that we put in as part of that child's therapy programme is then used in the great wide world out there. So it's great when a family starts to use Makaton and um, those signs and symbols are supporting the child's speech and language development. You start to see progress. It's very exciting. Brothers and sisters get involved. Grandparents get involved. Childminders, nurseries. Um, and it kind of just broadens and hopefully that circle around that child spreads further and further. Uh, what can be quite tricky is when we've got that lovely spread of people using Makaton signs and symbols to support that individual child. What can be quite hard is through transition periods when the child leaves a setting and goes to another one, whether that's leaving nursery and going into a school or changing schools because of a house move, then communication can be quite quickly broken down if the child is moved to a setting that isn't using signs and symbols. Um, and also what you think of the growth great wide world out there, a child who um, relies on Makaton going to hospital appointments. It's really important that those hospital staff know how to communicate with our children. And um, when you're going into shops, it's really important that the people in the supermarket know how to communicate with our children. And it would just be brilliant if everybody just knew a handful of signs in order to help those individuals that really rely on Makaton. Yeah, definitely. Um, and sort of with that in mind, um, where can people go to find uh, the best Makaton resources? So you can only learn how to use Makaton from a licensed tutor. So there's a list of tutors on the Makaton charity website that you can go to to search for a tutor in your local area. Um, there are places that you can look for additional um, signs and symbols uh, while you're waiting um, to start your learning. Um, you can set up a membership account um, on the Makaton charity website. This gives you access to a additional resources so the signs and symbols can be searched for here in the library there's also videos as well it's a really good to watch um, and there's currently a seven day free free trial offer which is a great place to start um, also on the Makaton charity website they often open up access to free resources depending on the time of year so there's a resource pack for bonfire nights uh, for valentine's day for christmas oh, for wimbledon <laughs> they get they pop up depending on time of year so look out for these um, they also release a sign of the week, which I've mentioned already as an idea for what to use in your nurseries. So if you don't quite know where to start, how to choose your sign of the week, you can follow guidance from the Makaton charity directly. They release a sign once a week and that's a really nice um, okay. way to learn little and often if you just have that one sign a week that they focus on. Yeah, um, But there are extra places that you can look. So um, there's something special on CBeebies. Uh, Mr. Tumble <laughs> uses Makaton. Um, so you can copy his signs. You know that they're going to be reliable. Yeah. Um, 
There's also um, two lovely uh, Makatan tutors um, called Singing Hands. I'm not sure if you've seen them. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, they have YouTube and um, social media pages. Everything that they put out there has to go via the Makatan charity. So you know that their signs are reliable. Um, on their YouTube, they've got nursery rhymes you can copy. They wow. have topic-based videos, so woodland animals, zoo animals, uh, objects in your house, emotions, and they also have sign stories. So they've got loads. They've got uh, the very hungry caterpillar, um, brown bear, brown bear, and what's another good one? Oh, we're going on a bear hunt, uh. and, and more as well. But you can, you know that um, Mr. Tumble and Singing Hands are using Makaton. Um, there's lots of really um, exciting things going on out there, and lots of people on social media saying that they're using Makaton. Um, they might not always be as precise um, as Singing Hands and Mr. Tumble because they haven't gone through the charity for clarity yeah. necessarily. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all been really helpful. And we've actually asked you um, all the questions that we kind of wanted to find out. Is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners? Anything that we might have missed? or? I think just to make everybody aware of the fact that um, a Makaton tutor can sign off a setting as becoming Makaton friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to become Makaton friendly, uh, you need to have attended a certain level of training. And this varies depending on your setting. So if you're somebody working on your own, um, you might have to have done um, just the level one training. If you are a bigger setting, as for example, like your nurseries, a certain percentage of staff will have to have done a taster session and a certain percentage of staff will have to have worked towards their level two uh, Makaton qualification. Um, once you've reached your level, uh, depending on what setting you are, um, then you can um, submit evidence to your supporting tutor um, who will then sign you off or support you to do a little bit more. Uh, once you've got the sign off um, you receive a certificate and a resource pack um, and you get a place on the Makaton friendly map which is on their website fab oh yeah. thanks so much for all that Jen it's been so nice to have you on today um, and it's been so interesting to learn all about Makaton and its benefits and I'm, I know it'll be a lot of use to all of our listeners um, so thanks do join us again next time for another episode of all things early years Thanks for joining us and to our guest today. Tune in next month and in the meantime, pop over to our website and follow us on social media. Kids Planet, working together to inspire your world.